Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. Hi, I'm Charles. What's up? Forward Flash number 15 we're on today. We are taking a road trip to hell. Yep. And (laughs) we're talking Mad Max Fury fucking road. I know this movie is supposed to take place in the future, but I felt like um, this is what happens in town, downtown but but Bethesda when like Georgetown Cupcake is closed, like <laughs> or Bethesda Bagel runs out of bagels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this becomes a mad dash. Um, I also feel this way if a he who must not be named uh, gets a second term. <laughs> yep, this is uh, pretty much how I envision the world. So take notes, people, because this is kind of what it's going to be like when you have to look for gas. Because mm-hmm. there is no gas, but you also drive a monster truck. Yeah. <laughs> that burns like 800 <laughs> gallons to go a mile. So, yeah, this movie came out in 2015. George Miller, if anyone has seen the original Mad Maxes with Mel Gibson um, from, I believe, the 70s, the first one is dope. Second one, eh, third one, dope because Tina Turner's in it. I, okay, so I've, I haven't seen the first or the third one, but I've seen the second one like five times. Oh, so, shit. The first yeah. one's really good. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. It's super like lo fi because it's, I think, 79, I want to say, when it came out. And Immortan Joe in this is actually Toe Cutter, the original villain from the first one. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it's kind of dope. Um, I believe his name is Hugh Keys Byrne. Okay. I think his name is. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's it's a really cool concept, but it's a lot less crazy than this because obviously the budget is way less and he's like a rogue, not a rogue cop, but he's like a road cop, you know? Okay. And uh, the beginning of this film, the way it opens and it, the way he looks, you know, the way Tom Hardy looks um Mm -hmm. when he's like staring over you kind of see him looking at the citadel and he talks about life and that voiceover that's very much exactly what mel gibson looked like in the first one like the outfit is an homage to to the original mad max so so yeah it's it's really cool how they're connected but there's a definite like 30 year gap between the last mad max and this one and i think this took like 10 plus years to make If not more, I think he already, I think George Miller already knew he wanted to do another one, a more modern one. But I think all of the logistics and George Miller's directed a ton of stuff uh, just, you know, in the meantime. But yeah, I mean, this is a fucking production. Like you want to talk about production? Like this is crazy. But um, absolutely. I, I love it. I fucking love this movie so much. Like this is just such a dope film. I uh, you know that George Miller directed The Witches of Eastwick, which is probably like one of my f- favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, P- babe, <laughs> I know, right? Like, yeah, I, I, um, and I, I love James Cromwell's performance in that movie just because <laughs> you know he just kind of grunts and you know like murmurs throughout the entire movie, and then at the end when Babe herds all the sheep successfully just the way george cromwell says that'll do pig that'll do i know (laughs) (laughs) i lose it every time (laughs) oh my god um he also did happy feet oh really uh wow (laughs) so he does a lot of like he did happy feet too and then the next one he did was mad max (laughs) and now he's doing um now it looks like in post-production there's a film called three thousand years of longing 
which is uh oh Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton. Uh, that sounds kind of cool. So I guess that is probably going to be coming out soon. That sounds good. And then they're so that's they're cool. doing a sequel too, right? They are doing a sequel that's supposed to be, I think it's called The Wasteland that was just announced. And then they're doing Furiosa. Oh, that should be cool. Um, they're doing their own Furiosa. But the last that I heard, Charlize was not going to be in it. Oh, really? It's apparently a, um, a origin story. And the girl who's playing Furiosa is the girl, her name is Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think Chris Hemsworth is in it, which I find that really... I mean, I guess when we find out more information about what's happening, it's supposed to come out in, like, 24, so it's not, like, coming out yet. But I I think I read somewhere, like, uh, I'm not sure that I think Charlize was kind of, like, taken aback that she wasn't in it. I think she kind of assumed that if she's doing Furiosa, it's going to be her, not a prequel. Yeah. So, yeah. But I think Tom Hardy is supposed to be in Wasteland. But I don't okay. know if she is. I mean, they could be. Who knows? Uh, yeah, there's apparently a lot of, like, drama uh, behind the scenes filming this. But it's kind of the drama that I originally thought was more just, like, personality clashes. I think it's because this film was just so difficult. Yeah. And it's really hard. Uh, apparently, we'll get into it more, but I, I think it's just like a really hard film to grasp when you're filming because it's just so out there. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly action. I mean, there's not much script here. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, so yeah, that's, that seems to be, I guess, what they were like, what the fuck are we doing here? And kind of getting frustrated. And I think they were filming for like nine months. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a long shoot. It's a long time <laughs> in Namibia. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a really long time for for that. I think it was filmed in like 2012 oh, or like wow. 2013. It was filmed quite a while before it came out because I know the post must have been insane. They must have been doing post production for like I don't know, probably like two years. Yeah. Well, I thought I read that that w- one of the editors said they had like something like three months of like f- footage. Like just yeah. just like just like combined together, it like add up to about three months That's worth insane. like stuff, which is like crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> so. That's so fucking insane. I was just like, shit, man. <laughs> just to even film all that and to be able to watch it. Like mm-hmm. that's that's so fucking nuts. But yeah. So as I said, uh directed by George Miller, written by George Miller, Brendan McCarthy, and Nick Lothorius, who also uh wrote, I think he did the screenplay for the second Mad Max. Okay. Uh, with George Miller. Um, yeah. So what are your first impressions? Like, when did you see this? I, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I saw this in the theater and I thought it was good. <laughs> so, Fuck. I wish I saw it in the theater. Like, um, I, I can't rem- re- re- remember why I went to see it. Cause I thought that like you, I talked to you at some point cause you had seen theater. You, you're just like, why are you not seeing this in the theater? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so, did but, I, I, I remember I did I see it at the theater? I remember seeing it at Mike's house. Oh, okay. On his really big TV. So I'm wondering if I did I see this in the theater? I mean, his TV is pretty big. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean it's, it's just like, as seeing it in the theater, quite yeah. honestly. <laughs> it's like, just as good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember I saw this and I saw the other movies. Um, I think at his house. I think okay. we were like, well, let's watch the other ones and then we can watch this one. And then we, we watched the old ones, I believe. And then we watched the new one and I was like, fuck, this is crazy. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Tom Hardy. 
I, I love um, I love me some Tom Hardy. My favorite Tom Hardy performance are, is um those YouTube videos where he reads children's children's bedtime stories. <laughs> it's really cute. My my second that would be my third favorite Tom Hardy video moment. My second favorite would be this really amazing video where he's playing with adopted puppies. Oh. Um it's so cute and my first favorite moment is him trying to freestyle rap while holding his baby son when he's like 25. <laughs> it's incredible. And wow. everyone should watch it. Um, I wonder why he's not in the MCU or in the yeah, DC universe, you know? He's, I mean, I'm sure they must have tried to get him at some point. There's still time and there's definitely still tons of characters. So, I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm sure they, they can at any moment. But I particularly love him in Peaky Blinders. It's like one of my favorite shows. I can't wait for that to come back. Um, you haven't still haven't seen it yet or have you started it? I have not. Oh, okay. Um, he's really great in that. Um, and what else? He's really good in the show Taboo. Oh. Uh, which is a show that he wrote with his dad. Um, it's on Hulu, but it was on FX. And there should be a second season coming at some point, but it was a while ago. But it's really cool. Like, Stephen Graham's in it. Stephen Graham's one of his good friends. Mm. And I love Stephen Graham. Uh, so, yeah, he's also going to be in Peaky Blinders this season. I cannot wait. Peaky Blinders Hive, what's up? (laughs) If you're a fan. Uh, Yeah, so I can't wait. I love Tom Hardy. I think he's the perfect Max for for this. Um, And did you like Charlize in this? Oh, yeah, I thought she was great. Um, Yeah, she's really cool. Like, um, I I, I think despite her her, her being a very successful actress, I still think she's, like, underrated as as an actress. Like, I mean... Yeah, she is. Like, I mean, because, like, I think my favorite movie of hers I saw was probably y- Young Adult. That was so good. I know, right? Yeah, that was really good. Like, she's like, funny. I, yeah, I know. Like, yeah, oh, she's so good. Funny. Oh, nice. So I was like, just able to check into my flight for tomorrow. Yes. And nice. We're going to have a, we're going to have an update. Um, Charles <laughs> is flying home for Thanksgiving yeah. tomorrow. So in our next episode, or maybe the one after that, we'll have an update on if anything crazy happened on his flight. So <laughs> stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Did you get I, the first group? Did you get? Yeah, I was group? able to get a uh, group a position 47. So yes. yeah, suckers. <laughs> nice. Um, so cool. I guess he's going to get a window seat. <laughs> well, guess okay. So, what do you prefer? Do you prefer to be in like the middle of the plane, or the near the front, or the very back? I prefer to sit like not directly over, but either right, right before or right after the wing. Um, and Why? What I I don't, I don't know. It's just uh, I, I I guess if for some reason we have to evacuate, there's something for, for me to climb climb onto. Um, but that's not the exit aisle. No, no, no. It's Do you, like, have you ever sat in an exit aisle? Uh, no, those go really fast. So Do they? Because of the yeah. leg room? Yeah. Like, That's the only reason why? Yeah, because white people in particular love a huge leg room. So, like... <laughs> Who wants to help people? I'm not... Tr- every time I get on a plane, if I'm, like, in the back or wherever, I always look at the fucking exit row and I'm like, uh-uh, these motherfuckers are not... <laughs> They're not going to be the ones to save me in this situation. I'm mean, yeah, all I mean, going down. They, I so. mean, the flight attendants go through and ask for verbal confirmation. Will you help us in the event of an evacuation? They say yes, but they're not going to. They're just doing it for the leg room. <laughs> yeah, of course, right? Like, there should be an option. There should be, like, doing it for the leg room or actually wanting to help. 
They should yeah. put like doctors or something in that, <laughs> that aisle or like the air marshals or something. Mm-hmm. Just so that you're like, okay, that person, at least I know they know how to operate the door. Could you imagine if something happened? I'm, we're both like going to some, I don't know, we're both going to like Miami or something. And we're like, ooh, Charles, let's let's get this like leg room and nothing will happen. And then they're like, oh my God, you two, you're up. Man, the slides. So I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> oh my God, he's choking. You need to perform a tracheotomy. I'm like, I, I know. don't know how. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Haven't you seen a Quentin Tarantino movie? <laughs> It's not that hard. Just rip her neck open. God. <laughs> I know. Everyone's like, who are these people? <laughs> oh, my God. That just sounds like my worst nightmare. It's like sounds like final destination. Yeah. But that's, that's literally what it would. That, that's how I would act. I would act as Devin Sawa if I find out I was in an exit aisle. I have to get off this plane. I like I, I like have recurring anxiety about being on a plane being asked to like step up because I had this dream once where I was on a plane like someone needed a doctor that, or there was like some structural engineering problem. I'm not sure which one. And so someone confused me for being like a successful structural engineer. And before I could say yes, they were like pushing me forward t- towards the flight attendant. <laughs> and they're just like, sir, if you give me your ID, identification number then you know we we can get uh, underway and i was like i don't know my identification number and the flight attendant just looked at me and said you're a fraud (laughs) thanks for listening to the fashion grunge podcast to hear the rest of this episode go check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash fashion grunge and we have 90 episodes up there including complete series recaps of freaks and geeks my so-called life tons of movies and just a ton more content so go check it out as always rate like subscribe please give us five stars on apple podcasts and spotify and thanks bye